Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew, and today I'm talking about one of my favorite things of all time in life, in entertainment, in, like I just said, in literally in life, and that is Cowboy Bebop, the, if you're in Japan, 1998 anime. If you're in, I believe, the rest of the world, a 2001 anime is when we got it over here in the States, and I believe, like I said, in the rest of the world. Cowboy Bebop is my favorite anime of all time. I have um, the words, you're going to carry that weight on my right forearm, uh, which are the last lines that you see on screen of the show, if you know the show you understand what that means. So I am, and I should also say, I chose that ta- that tattoo over, um, over a Dragon Ball Z tattoo, which I have actually watched Dragon Ball Z for longer than I have watched uh, Cowboy Bebop. So, many months ago, probably about a, more than a year ago at this point, it was about halfway through um, my my time podcasting, I, I, I ranked all 26 episodes of Cowboy Bebop, and I said whenever the show, uh, the new 2021 show comes out, that's when I will review the, cow, the original Cowboy Bebop show. And uh, here we are. And really, but before I start that, I have to talk about this new 2021 show really quickly. I have watched the opening that they released, and I have watched the trailer that they released multiple times each. And I can tell you this. While I like the cast... I am still extremely nervous for this show. A lot of it is... A lot of it is... little nerve-wracking, a little... Um... What's the word I'm looking for? The best way I can describe it is I think this 2021 Cowboy Bebop show, and I know this is not going to be fair, but I think this 2021 Cowboy Bebop show will be, in my time podcasting, the most hardly judged thing. I will ever review because I love this original show so much and what I have seen so far from the trailer and the opening credits while they do will fully admit it does look like the show It just, and it does not look as bad as Death Note, 
did from a couple years ago when they butchered Death Note. They butchered it. This, I am still extremely nervous. I will be watching all 10, I believe it's 10 or 8, I believe it's 10 episodes of this show so intensely, so intensely, and every shot, frame, everything will be analyzed through my brain because I do not think I will be able to separate the anime from this 2021 TV show. Not the fault of the TV show, it's just how I will analyze the show. Now that I got that out of the way, let's talk about this original anime, like I said, from 1998 in Japan and 2021, or 2001. That's funny. I never realized that was 20 years apart. That's funny. Over in the United States and I believe the rest of the world. So you have this show called Cowboy Bebop, which right away you're like, huh? Oh, time out before I forget. If there's one thing I am truly looking forward to in this new 2021 show, before I forget, is Yoko Kano's score. What she's going to do with with the score of this show. Because she's coming back. Her... Now let's get into the show. Keeping in with Yoko Kano... The original show, I should say. The original anime. I love this show. But Yoko Kano's music... Is about... 50 to 60%. Why this is my favorite anime. The music on this show... Sorry Mom... Is motherfucking brilliant. It is so fucking perfect. It is the greatest score for a show for me ever. Ever. I love the score that I believe it's Bear McCreary did for Battlestar Galactica. This, to me... It's even better. The jazz, blues influence, mostly jazz blues influence that she has for 26 episodes is one of the greatest scores, themes, whatever you want to call it, of all time. The music in this show is perfection. There is not one note, there is not one scene, there is not one anything that is bad, wrong, misplaced, anything. Now the next thing I want to say is sub versus dub. Subtitles versus dubbed. That's the same thing. Dubbed versus subs. There we go. 
Sub versus dub. Subtitles versus dubbing. If you are somebody who is not an anime fan, and you want to get into anime, and you have been recommended, and you have been recommended Cowboy Bebop. I have I have watched both Japanese and the English dub of Cowboy Bebop, and I will tell you, ten out of ten, um, infinity out of infinity times. Please, for the love of anything. Do the English dub. I don't... I rarely say that with the anime. But I will say this. The English dub... Is... Is... is if you talk to an anime fan... They will tell you that Cowboy Bebop's... English dub is the best dub... Of all time. And... I will be right there... Next to that person saying, uh-huh, the English dub of the show is, again, like Yoko Kano's music, perfection. It's better than the, than the Japanese original. It really is. There are many scenes in Japanese where... Characters, where, where the voice actors, I think, play a little too goofy. And while it, and, and, and I'm talking about serious parts or parts that are not supposed to be funny, where the English cast gets the tone Absolutely correct every single time. And I have to give a shout out to the the Eng the English um vo I I don't I I can't, oh what's the uh oh crap what's the name what's the hold on let me get I gotta get this name. Because I, I have to. The ADR director of this show, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who also voices the character of Julia. Her ADR directing is... I mean... And, and, and that's the dubbing director. She's the one that gives them the, the direction, the voice actors, the directing on the uh, on how to um, how to play the scene. It's too goofy, light, you know, dark, you know, mean, that kind of stuff. Her a, her dubbing direction was great. It is mind blowing. And her performance as Julia, too, is really good.
She is not in a lot of episodes, but it's very, very well done. Now let's now let's talk about the characters of this show. Now that I've talked about the dubbing. Spike Spiegel is the type of guy. Well, really, I should, I should say, but really, with really what the show is about, and then talk about the characters. It's about this band of bounty hunters who are particularly good at their job, but they do it anyway because they need money, and they usually don't get that money. Now let's head into the characters really quickly, shall we? Spike Spiegel, if he wanted to, could be the best bounty hunter of all time. But he's lazy and just kind of wants to eat, even though there's no, even though there's no food. I mean, and the voice. The English voice of Spike. Uh, crap, what's... I, I'm terrible. I'm Steve Blum. Steve Blum. Every single noise, grunt, line delivery, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's fantastic. Jet Black, who is Spike's partner, the English voice actor, is Bo Billingsley, is spot on as Jet Black. He's not in the show a ton. There are episodes where they focus on him, but there's sometimes where he's gone from the show for not a long time, but a period of time. And he is so good. The character of Jet Black, all these characters are complicated and have something in their past. And Jet is one of those characters is so deep and he comes off sometimes as a very as that grumpy father-like. But at the same time, he can be very um, fatherly, and he always knows the right things to say. And Jet Black is a really, really great character. Faye Valentine, voiced by Wendy Lee is one of the sexiest characters of all time. Seriously, I'm not even lying to you guys. It's sad that she is um, an animated character because that character is ridiculously hot. But she's also, again, she has a past. She has a 
a thing about her that shows that she's not she's not just the eye candy. She's not just the female character. She is a badass, and I'm pretty sure if she wanted to, she could also be a better. She could be a better bounty bounty hunter than Spike. But it's her flaws in her character that 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 make her interesting. That make her so great. The character of Ed and Ayn, or as she's known, Radical Edward. Yes, I said she. Radical Edward, or just Ed, or Edward Wong, how Papalu, I'm going to mess this up, Tiv Rusty the Fourth. Probably messed that up. But the character of Ed is basically the, the, she is the, comic relief of this of this show she's very much a free spirit if you will and she's hilarious most of her time on the show is very she doesn't have a big arc she doesn't have a you know big character growth but to be honest I didn't I don't want her to have that because she is so good at being the comic relief being the the funny character on the show, and I really, again, I don't, I don't need her to have some big arc. We already have that with with Spike, Faye, and Jet. And yeah, when, when she leaves the show, even though, spoilers, she does not die. When she leaves the show, it's sad. It's it, it, It's sad. Because you're going to miss this character because she's so funny. And, yeah, I, I do. Now let's talk about Ayn, the Welsh Corgi. Uh, fun fact, I have a family, I, I have family friends that I was talking to one day and they told me, Oh, by the way, our son has a dog, a Welsh Corgi, named Ayn. And I went from Cowboy Bebop, and she and the and the mom froze, and she went, "Hold on one second. She literally pulls out her phone, and types to her son, "Is your Welsh corgi named Ein after Cowboy Bebop?" And the son, after a few minutes, said, "Yes." I was like, "Awesome. I like your child. I haven't seen that guy in years, but that's awesome. I love it." This show does the character, does dogs very, very well. 
it's really like sure they do some of the top things with the animation that you like that you that you can get away with with animation but you know what in an animated form they do dogs pretty well and again like ed Ayn doesn't have this huge character arc because one it's a dog and two it's 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 a dog it 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 doesn't speak it's a dog it's a welsh corgi dog that is a memorable character in an anime i know right <laughs> so we have the characters out of the way. Now I want to talk about that story that I was saying about these people being bounty hunt, hunt hunters and them kind of being bad at their job. This show is a sci-fi space western neo-noir anime. And I'd be lying if I was to say that it does sci-fi, space western, and neo-noir Anything less than perfectly. I just saw Dune yesterday. This I'm recording this the night uh, I, that I recorded my Dune review earlier in the day, in the morning time. Two very different takes on science fiction, but both do science the science fiction that they're trying to do perfectly. The best part about this show, though, for me, is the neo-noir aspect of this show. I haven't said this yet because I've been, I've been waiting to say this until now. This show is very, very, very heavily influenced on Western cinema. Throughout this film, or th this film, throughout the show, there are heavy influences from neo-noir, western, and science fiction, western, or, or west properties. There's a Clint Eastwood reference. There are Star Wars references. There are references literally all over the place, if you know your western pop culture. Movies, TV, it's crazy, man. This show does, does, pay, when, it, when, when it does those homages to Western culture, it's really good. And some of them, they, they, they aren't throwaway, but they're, you're like, oh, I know that. I even said in my ranking of my reviews that one of the episodes is a direct, is a direct homage to Alien. The original Ridley Scott Alien. Yep. Yep. This show. It is uh, perfect. Even its worst episode, 
isn't even a bad episode. It's a really damn good episode. This... This show is perfect. It's probably my favorite animated show of all time. I just, I love it. I'm very nervous still. For this 2021 adaptation that's coming out on Netflix. It's going to be 10 episodes. I like the cast. But I'm still nervous. I I, I really still am. It's, it's going to be tough for me to not seriously just hone in on every single frame of this show and com- not compare it to the original show. It's going to be hard because they really haven't Hollywood really has not gotten anime correct. I mean, like I said earlier, they butchered Death Note a couple years back. They slayed Tore it to pieces, destroyed, destroyed, left it dangling on the side of a hill, and just let it fall onto a hundred thousand spears or spikes and fall to its death. And I'm and with that, I'm talking about Dragon Ball Evolution. <sighs> no, 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 no. Oh, that movie is awful. One of the worst films ever made. It's... Oh, God! Fuck off. I hate that fucking thing. So, yeah, I'm I'm still a little nervous. <laughs> I am going to watch it. I will probably review the first episode... And then the rest of the series after I finish the last episode. Uh, kind of like what I'm doing with Chucky. Reviewed the first episode. Now I'm gonna, re- and I'm gonna watch the entire show, and then I'll review it at the end. It's just what I like to do. Why? I don't know. But yeah, this is gonna be hard for me to. watch. It's going to be, it's going to be something that I want to, I obviously want to watch it, but it's going to be hard for me not to, it's going to be hard for me not to compare it to the original anime. That's all I got for you guys right now for this one. I'll talk to you all later. Hopefully my next stuff is 
Last Night in Soho, the new Edgar Wright horror film. And I'm looking to do my top 10 Anthrax songs before Cowboy Bebop comes out. And maybe something else in there, I'm not quite sure. But that'll do it for you all. Talk to you all later on. Bye.